this, Jason. I believe in you. Thank you, Wade. Another shot at this now. Thank you. You know what you're being asked to do? I'm going to do the introduction for this With confidence. I think podcast. You, I think you can pull it off. I think so. Okay, now I'm going to hit record. Okay. Here we go. Welcome to Let the Bird Fly, a podcast about living freely in a world given back to us. I'm here with my Who are you? dear friend and colleague, Wade Johnston. I'm Jason Oakland. It's very formal. In the podcast studio. Well, someone was interrupting me as I was going. All right, I'll keep going. And uh, we're in the podcast studio. We're missing our dear friend and colleague, Mike. Uh, He's your colleague. He's my dear friend and colleague. Right, yes, I know. These distinctions are are, are hard to keep track of. Uh, So, yeah, we're here today um, looking to do uh, another why episode. And here we're going to talk today about why Genesis. Why do we focus so much on that book of the Bible? Um, why not just Old Testament in general, but a specifically why Genesis? And uh, we have a course that's devoted just to that book here at Wisconsin Lutheran College. Um, we spend lots of time. There's lots of resources out there just on Genesis. So we're going to spend a little bit of time today talking about why Genesis and uh, go with that for our discussion here this afternoon. That wasn't so, bad, Jason. You know what I think? If Mike were here, you know what I think he would have given it? Probably About a, a five. Probably like a three and a half. I think he would have given you a four. You think so? Yep. Oh, well. I, I've been a hard grader. Yep. I'm going to give you 3.5. Ooh, wow. I would say, you forgot to say hello. Hello. And welcome to Let the Bird Fly. Yeah. I and was then, just going to... Uh, um, you didn't Char- say who you were. You didn't say, this is Jason. Well, here in the- I was going to get there. I was just deferring. And then you gave our last names, which stalkers now. Yeah. They're going to look true. up our information online. Yeah, because they would be hard-pressed to find that. You I'm might sure. as well have just thrown our social security numbers out there. <laughs> all right. But well, otherwise, it was good. <laughs> the, uh, I will mention, if it's all right if I mention something, too. Yeah, if you would. I, think I mean, we it's need your to- gig now, but I just well, want to. I was going to say, we probably need to give a little, you know, shout out to the 1517. There we go. Yeah podcast Go network ahead, you do this all right and uh there are lots of good resources i might have available. to give this a four. Oh wow yeah but um, you gotta perform all right thanks um and uh again uh wade has a few books there mike has a book there there are other resources there um and we're part of that network we thank them for um the uh work that they do on our behalf as well and uh you can find that at 1517.org wow. i believe this is yeah. You're doing great. Doing all right. If if people enjoy our podcast, what should they do? Uh, they should seek out uh, these places where you find your podcasts, you know, the various platforms, and uh, give us a like. Give us a rating, if you would be so kind. Nice. Um, probably. I might be shedding a tear right now. Yeah. Oh, wonderful. It's like you're becoming a, a, a podcast man right in front of me. <laughs> I appreciate that. Yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah, and uh, four or five stars. That'd be great. We'd love that. Five stars. Five stars, yeah. yes. Yeah, and uh, yeah, we should if just shoot If it's four for stars, that. it better be funny. It better be, We've yes. had some good four stars but that were funny. Yes, yep. But don't just give me any generic four stars. No. Yeah, you got you to gotta have a funny qualification if you're yeah. going to go four. We work too hard on this otherwise. That's true. That's very true. And Jason sits down and 
and talks. Yep. Yep. Pretty much. Huh. And yep. that's not easy. No, it's not. Yeah. And it's, he learns how to do intros, which he's done really well. Yep. So we're getting there. I think we're going to, um, we talked and we're probably going to um, skip the free-for-all. Mm-hmm. If, um, if that's all right, it'll make it a little easier to produce too. Uh, we are here um, on the Annunciation of Our Lord. Amen. So March 25th, I hope everyone is having a uh, a blessed Annunciation of Our Lord nine months um, before here, Christmas, as we celebrate today the Incarnation of Our Lord, uh, who will be born on Christmas Day. And so as we heard a very fine um, chapel sermon devotion from Dr. Kerry Keene today, mm-hmm. um, in the midst of Lent, uh, we get a, a reminder here um, of Christmas to... Um, with the coming of our Lord. But if you hear some noise in the background, part of it might be us. But I will say... Um, it's possible. It is. Is it storming or just windy? You were out there, Jason. Uh, it's, it, there's some weather coming down, that's for sure. But uh, you, can, you can hear the wind and a little bit maybe rain. Mm-hmm. Um, really, against, We're on the third floor here, and so really against the window. So if you hear that in the background... Um, I would say, so far as we know, there's no like Pentecost-like event happening. Right. But if you, there if you like start speaking Aramaic, which you know who knows, we'll explain it. Yep. But you you did practice the Aramaic, right? You anticipated this bit. Yes. Yeah, I did. Um, give me just a second. I'm All right. To try <laughs> the um, but if you hear that in the background, that would be why. Um, but yeah, as, as Jason said, and he did pretty well there. Um, if you have been enjoying the podcast, we've got some new reviews, ratings that uh, really appreciate. It just does help get new people in into things, and um, we've had some new people coming in. We've had some good feedback. And so appreciate if you haven't at your, your podcatcher of choice, um, rate, review. You can subscribe. Don't set it to download 20 episodes. You can set it to download most recent. Mm-hmm. You don't got to. There you go. Use up all the storage on your phone. <clears throat> but subscribing uh, also uh, is a big help, and we appreciate it. So we'll be talking why Genesis, and we have our our campus's authority <laughs> yes. on, on Genesis. The new guy, he was given this book, yep. and our previous authority retired. Mm-hmm. And uh, previous authority had probably 30-some years of experience, and Jason, yep. you have... A semester now. <clears throat> yeah, of so our new Genesis expert, feel free to um, email us if you have any questions about Genesis. I'm sure Jason will be happy to yep. get back to you. The, the more technical the question, maybe Perfect. something really rooted in like ancient Near Eastern practice. Yep. <clears throat> if you'd write it all entirely in Aramaic, you can, you know, test this Pentecost event that we're in the midst of, yeah. possibly. So and feel free to, to reach out um, should you want to do that. Um, so once again, we, uh, we've been getting good feedback on people on these why episodes. We kind of did, I don't think we had it in the title, but like why a Christian funeral? Like what's the point? Um, we've had YWLC. Um, what did Mike and I just do? Why? We just, you did, uh, the, the saints one, right? That was a why, why episode. Um, my memory is getting... It's getting bad. We did Why Church History. Yep, Why Church History. Um, and so uh, to kind of give a chance for, well, how do these things fit? Why do Christians uh, care about this? And I think Genesis is a fun one because Christ came. He's born after he's conceived. Happy Annunciation Day. He lives. He dies. He rises. 
what do we need Genesis for anymore? And yet the church keeps going back to it, mm-hmm. right? Um, yep. And uh, it remains an important book. So that's what we'll be hitting on. Congratulations to Jason. I'm going to go ahead and give that a, a 3.8 Ooh. Yeah. rating. Thank you. Um, I do not think Mike listens when he's not on, so he probably won't hear it. But if I catch him, I'll play it for him, make him listen, and, and give you a rating on that. Wonderful. Feel free to let Jason know, um, you know, how you feel he did uh, with taking the intro upon himself. Um, these have been big moments for him, and I, I feel like he's really grown up right in front of our eyes. You can let him know at podcast at letthebirdfly.com. Jason, do you check that email? I have not checked that no. email. Who though? does check it? That'd be you, Wade. That would be yeah. Wade will check it and pass it along when Wade's not producing, writing show notes, yeah. coming up with episode ideas. Yeah. I'm, I'm working at lining up talent. <laughs> that Jason got Jason's in charge of lining up uh, guests for for one episode. And would you say it's fair to say it's been three weeks at least? Yeah, yeah, probably. And uh, but I, hey, I just got all two. of them are within twenty minutes of us. Yep. And um, you have phone numbers for texting them. Yep. They, I've got. I've, I got, He's got one of three. No, I've got three of three now. Oh, you did reach out? Yes, I did. Well, so, okay. Just got just got it got her done. Okay. So. Well, you can look forward to this episode that will be happening at some point. It'll be Jason's first. Um, I'm going to go ahead and call you the uh, executive producer of it, <laughs> of, of that well, episode. All right. All right. In the meanwhile, let's talk some Genesis, and we'll make our way to the Wait, main topic. Do we need the disclaimer? Do Good we catch. Not? Oh, <laughs> oh, Wade gets a 3.4 yeah. for his intro to hit. So that probably gets me at least a 3.9. I'll, I'll bump it up a little. <laughs> um, but yeah. You did kind of annoy me today, though. So I don't want to... <laughs> well, that's pretty much every day. I don't want to bump it up too high. Right. Jason, uh, sometimes he, he just does things that frustrate me. <laughs> Although, I don't, I don't think you really did frustrate me today, Jason. Yeah, that's... You didn't I'm, linger in my doorway. No. I didn't have to tell you to shoe. Right. Multiple or, times. Yeah. The, um, <laughs> I, think, I think you actually I, did all right today. I didn't even bring lettuce for lunch. You did change fashion days. I did, yep. That was a little disappointing. And when I went to read on the couch in your office, you stayed in there <laughs> yes. and ate. Yep, that's true. I did finish finish. When my you lunch. could have gone to the humanities office or the library or something to do your work. <laughs> yes, that's true. And then I you engaged have. me. In co- that's what annoyed me. But, yep. You kept talking to me. The person on the couch is supposed to be the one who talks <laughs> if someone wants to talk. That's true. But otherwise, you were pretty good. Yeah. Did I annoy you today, Jason? No, I don't think so. Are you sure? I didn't do any, I know I did something. No, I'm, I think... You're just holding it in. One day you're going to snap. It's a very unhealthy way to deal with these things. <laughs> That's possible. All right, That's let's possible. get our disclaimer. You get a 3.9. Okay, Well disclaimer. Yes. This show doesn't speak for our churches, our church bodies, or our employers. To be honest, much of the time it probably doesn't speak for us. In fact, uh, even if something comes out of our mouths, to be clear, we're absolutely not responsible Absolutely. In fact, uh, we didn't say it as far as we're concerned. Right. Yes. It just got said. Yep. Um, There you go. We were but a vessel Mm -hmm. for whatever force. We will be thinking out loud a lot, so approach what you hear with a healthy skepticism, because well, as a responsible resident of planet Earth, that's probably what you should generally do with almost everything. If you find yourself getting too worked up, Tune out, look around, and realize you were just listening to a podcast. That's right, a podcast 
So go live free, friends, and don't let us get in the way. And that brings us to our main topic, where we will be talking about the first book of Moses. Now, I understand, Jason, that you deny the Mosaic authorship of Genesis. Is that actually is that true? we go pretty uh, strongly to underscore? So you do the... deny that, and then um, <laughs> I believe you spend most of your time of the early chapters talking about evolution and yep. Yep. and how it's best to understand God through that lens. Right. Yes. How that fits. Yep. Um, no, actually, when we... Uh, uh, and so, oh. <laughs> to elaborate a little bit more, I've asked Jason to keep those views out of this episode. We will do our best. Um, Jason is a... Uh, I would say he's a staunch Darwinian. I mean, like, <laughs> he hasn't even evolved like the views Darwin had has evolved. He's downright dogmatic about origin of the species. I've heard him quoted in I don't know how many how many settings. Um and I've asked him to keep that out, as well as um, this guy in historical criticism. I the other day, like we were walking by, and someone had planted a tree, and he mm. said, "I think um, that was a Deuteronomist." That, oh yeah, yep. that planted that mm-hmm. that tree. Um, I mean, he can almost anything can be J E D P with this guy. He, anything. He, he is he's something else with it. Um, and and so I've asked him to keep that out. So I just want to make clear, um, Jason does deny any sort of. Um, he says we should read it mythologically. I mean, this is <laughs> this is basically how he says we should treat Genesis. He says it's good mo- good myth. Yes, it's largely stolen from other ancient Near Eastern texts. Um, you know, it spends a lot of time on this. But we're going to try to not do that for this podcast episode. All right. We'll keep it to a minimum. He uh, actually has a poster in his office of, you know, like the the, the people evolving, like the monkeys. And the, and um, on it, it actually advocates transhumanism, the next phase of oh, yes. of human evolution. Um, because Jason says we need to, to move beyond um, being human. And uh, beyond good and evil, in fact, he often brings that up, too. He rejects moral classifications. Of any sort. Mm-hmm. And so, all right, I'm joking. <laughs> but what I'm getting at a little bit is a lot of times when Genesis comes up, people are bringing it up because there's some debate, some controversy, engaging um, basically uh, kind of this clash that came up in modernity, uh, scopes monkey trial type stuff, right? Um Debating the 24-7, what does day mean? Um, did we evolve from whatever? Um, we're not going to do that. We're not going to do that um, because when uh, when Moses was writing this, and I'm ju- Which, I, I was joking about most of the stuff that Jason <laughs> teaches and says, right? Um, but um, when Genesis was written, it was written for a people in a place. And that people in that place did not have um, 19th and 20th century uh, science religion debates 
anywhere right. on their radar. And they did not have any conception of a lot of the things that would be involved in such debates. God couldn't have described the creation of the world in modern scientific terms and have them track. <clears throat> Just went and worked. Mm-hmm. So um, we're not going to get lost in, if you're looking for a good creation evolution episode, it's not going to be this one. Right. In fact, I'd, I wouldn't mind if we never did that one because like <laughs> that, abortion, like it's a couple topics that like they get done. all the freshmen like writing yeah. on. and They get done a lot. Yeah. Um, so, but what we are going to get at is um, why Genesis? Why why is it there in the Bible? Why was it written? What is Moses? I'm going to say Moses because Jesus I, is Moses referring know, to the Pentateuch. You know what? I'll agree with that as well. Well, thank you, Jason. Um, and uh, what is he trying to do there? And then why did the Christian church, Christ comes, why does it think like, yeah, we should totally keep this thing? And in fact, you have someone like an Augustine, someone like a Luther who engage a lot with Genesis, very mm-hmm. important church fathers. Now, yep. Augustine does it in a very different way than Luther. And, oh, yeah. And he does it in a way that uh, that would, it would get some conservative Christians worked <laughs> up. Augustine has a little. Yep. He has a little fun with it. Oh, yeah. But we're not going to get sucked into that. And no. uh, we're going to get at why, what is it trying to do? Why go to it still today? And I'm going to argue um, that even if someone says, you know what, I don't buy the 24-7 um, you know what? I don't buy the everything according to their kind. I believe in some sort of evolution. I'm going to say, uh, okay, you 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 still haven't gotten around Genesis, right? Um, you still there's a lot of things in there that you have to address. Yes. Um, it uh it's still making arguments, and so um, while I'm not uh, advocating that position, um, of denying anything that could get me in trouble with our beloved synod. Um, I am saying good maybe to, sometimes good to, good we... Good to state that right from the mm-hmm, beginning. Mm-hmm. Yep. Even though I'm not responsible for anything I say. We've oh, right. Yep. Yep. Um, what I am saying is that maybe sometimes we let people off the hook too easily when we make Genesis simply where we go to talk 24-7 in evolution um, and give people the impression, well, if I struggle with those things, Genesis has nothing to say to me. When in reality, maybe there's um, plenty of wrestling that Genesis should yet cause people to do. Um, and, uh, and a lot of that will include um, the one promised in Genesis chapter 3 mm-hmm. and in 15. Yep. And throughout um, the book, uh, that Genesis is a vehicle to get to Christ and why Christ needed to come. So that's just my disclaimer of, how did they do an episode on Genesis and they didn't talk about creation versus evolution, science versus religion? Um, you know, you pick the thing. Right. Probably we should, like, be talking about critical race theory or something. Yep. We're not going to do that either. No. Um, right? I mean, you weren't hoping to go there. Po- nope, I wasn't going to go I know go you've there. been, like, very... <laughs> big on all these things like right. um, all these things but but why genesis now i think i've qualified it enough we're 20 minutes into this episode yeah. mike is clearly not here right we need to rein it in jason was put in charge of our episode about yep. two months ago <laughs> and it has become a mess i would Complete say that. mess uh, utter lack of discipline let's get back to I can't be in charge, Jason. This has been established. Right. At no point was I ever in charge of the podcast. That's good. 
Peter was in charge. Yeah. Then Mike was in charge. Now you're in charge. Yeah. <laughs> Rain us in. Okay, so here All we right. go. So here we're going. You're you're at the beginning of your semester. Beginning of the semester. Or someone asked you, should I take Genesis? Why Genesis? Yes, you should take Genesis because I'm teaching it. No, that's not the reason. That's not but, a good reason at nope, all. Nope, it's not. But uh, Genesis is... Because uh, Johnston's usually next door. <laughs> right, yep. Uh, it, is a, it is a great class not only to offer here at the but college, but... We're not talking the class yet. Why, gen- why should you take a class on Genesis? Why Genesis? Right, I was getting there. I was getting there. So Well, don't just sell your class. If there are students <laughs> listening, you don't have to take. Yeah. You take what class you want. Right. But... When it comes to, to seats. when it comes to the study of theology, Genesis is a very important book, um, and so like I mean, Romans. Yeah, there right. There are some very Johnson. key books to take. Although I'm know, just joking, we don't get paid by the student. I, no, I hope we don't they take Genesis. Right, exactly. Um, and this idea of you know Genesis being an important book is because it is so foundational in so many different ways and on so many different things. And I mean the. You know, first word of the book is, you know, in the beginning, right? And that's where you, you kind of get the name that comes down to us as Genesis, right? I mean, they call it that name in, in, in Hebrew as Bereshit, but then um, that becomes Genesis. Um, and this whole idea of beginnings and, and really not only beginnings of, you know, history and the beginning of the revelation that God gives us, but it's you know the beginning really of so many different things that are that are really foundational to understanding and you you kind of hinted earlier about how um different theologians throughout um the history of Christianity have looked at that and said you know you can you know whether you take whether it's the first 3 chapters whether it's the first you know um 6 or 11 or whatever i mean different ones have looked at it different ways and said you know really you can find all of scripture's teaching here you can find all of scripture in these in these words i mean there are just so many things and and yeah you maybe have to dig a little bit and you have to look carefully at, at right. some the of the kernel things. is certain there certainly but the there, kernel yeah. is there absolutely and and that is you know who who is god who are we you know what is this world about where you know how has um who is my neighbor? Who is my neighbor? Um, how has sin entered the world? What is what is what is good versus what is evil? Um, the plan of salvation, and you know, so so many different things. You find the kernels of these, and sometimes, sometimes, really, a pretty full treatment of mm-hmm. of them uh, in just you know these opening chapters of the of the Bible uh, in the book of Genesis, and and so you know, I think that's that's reason enough to say um, there's so much in there. This is a book that's worthy of study. Um, And maybe not only that, but so many throughout the history of Christianity have looked at that uh, and said, we really need to study about that, have written lots of, you know, a lot of ink has been spilled on the study of Genesis and not just for some of those, you know, more specific modern topics, although there's been a lot of ink spilled on that too. But, you know, in the study of the book uh, as a whole, um, there have been lots of people that have weighed in on that. And um, you, you know, make in front of my name. <laughs> no, no. You're hardly the first one, Jason. It's not yeah. that witty. <laughs> I I apologize. It was a hom. It was a homophone. But uh, I take offense. Well, you should, probably should. Uh, but yeah. So so this idea that 
you have so much testimony from so many different voices throughout Christianity that, you know, um, from all ages of the church that have weighed in on this. Um, again, I apologize, but that have commented on these things um, that have offered for the sake of St. Peter, but <laughs> I didn't want to drag St. Peter into this. Right. Yeah. He's probably got better things going on, but so, yeah, so, so that in and of itself is worth spending some time digging into this book um, and understanding what's going on there. And um, you'll learn a lot about the rest of scripture. You'll learn a lot about um, what others have said about theology, Christianity um, throughout that time. Yeah, so maybe if we can work our way down a bit. Um, so I teach... Genesis comes up in one ten. We we do mm -hmm. the first um, eleven chapters of Genesis, and in and, in one o five we spend the first unit talking just Genesis and Exodus. Mm -hmm. So so that and so one o five is intro to scripture, and that's yep. um, people that um, maybe haven't had as much theology in their background. Yep. Then one ten is intro to theology, which is people that have maybe had more. Um, <clears throat> but here's a, a discussion sheet I use. When we do Genesis 1 through 3, and then also I do with 4 through 6. Because it's just that good, Jason. Mm. I'm just joking. Sure. Um, but we can go down. What do these chapters teach us about who God is, his relationship with human beings, what it is to be a human being, what human flourishing is, what our relationship to our neighbor is, what the nature of the world was before the fall and is after, what good and evil are, etc. And maybe if we just kind of work down the list a bit, we'll have some opportunities. Um <clears throat> I believe Augustine, right, said uh, all of Genesis is in, I believe you said it was one through three. One through three, yeah. Um, Matthias Flacius Illyricus, or as we say in the Wisconsin Senate, Flacius, right? I'm, I've always preferred Flacius, but... Uh, um, he, uh, he talks one through six, but also I believe one through 11, says all of Genesis is in there. Remember that Flacius was a Hebrew professor, right? Mm -hmm. That's what he was by trade. Um <clears throat> What does it tell us about who God is in its context, right? So Moses is writing at a time um, where the uh, um, the Jews find themselves in the ancient Near East, which was um, a happening place to be. Mm -hmm. um, there'd be civilization coming out of <clears throat> this Mesopotamian region, um, out of Egypt, along the Nile, um, but was also a pretty tough place to be, too, um, Religion was often very tied to political power. Um, you, you have, um, as you have cities and things developing, kings, princes, priests, who are definitely an elite that are using this. Um, religion could be kind of brutal. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, sometimes to the point even of uh, human sacrifice. Yeah, child, um, child sacrifice. Mm -hmm. You could have various forms of what um, the Jews and later the Christians would consider uh sexual immorality tied into the religious practices, um, the architecture that did exist or that was developing, um, emphasized, uh, even when it brought God near maybe by a, uh, a stone or um, wood idol, it also, in a way, um, kept the gods distant um, because everyone knew that is stone and wood in a representation. There's a reason when they start building religious buildings. So, for instance, like in, in um, uh, the dynasty of Ur that's going to build ziggurats 
and probably Tower of Babel maybe is a ziggurat or something like mm-hmm. that. They're building with baked bricks. That it's, um, right, we have to climb up to heaven. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> God is far. We have to try to to reach. Um, there's, a, you know, a lot of these aspects then as religion is developing. And the um, the Hebrews, the Jews, are going to find themselves in the midst of this. Um and now Moses is going to, uh, in the beginning, what's in the beginning? Well, first of all, God. Yeah. And then. And so he's going to begin with. The with beginning. God. Yeah. <laughs> um, so this is, uh, what does Genesis tell us? Uh, um, and I, 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 to be fair, we're probably focusing on the Genesis 1 to 3, 6, 11 thing more than Maybe uh, we've done, we just recently did an episode on Abraham, though. Right, yep. Which might be going back and listening to. Um, but what does it tell us about about God? What are some things that stand out? I think, first of all, like you said, that God exists. Um, also, that God is personal, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that you get hints of the Trinity, right? Where God is one, um, an individual that speaks, right? Um, and and then maybe that too that God communi- <coughs> chooses to communicate with His creation, right? Um, but then also communicates within Himself. Uh, and so, like I said, you get these hints of of Trinity that are there as well, um, you know. And and how that how that sets apart, you know, how how God God is distant, and yet how also God draws near, mm-hmm. right? He's there, right, with them. Yes, yeah. yeah. And, you know, which I think, again, you maybe see, and this is maybe going a little bit of a different direction, but you see how all of that, the rest of the area in which they, which these events take place, you see how, you know, some of those things that come from knowledge of the, or that would stem from knowledge of the true God are twisted, right, and how they become. Um, but, yeah, and, and I would say that... Uh, that God is good. You get to you get you get to um, some hints at the very least of several different attributes of God. You know how God is good. How God is what gracious. How you're looking up, or you're rolling your eyes. Is that yeah. you didn't do anything wrong? But oh. I, that's just what I do whenever someone says attributes of God. Oh yeah, I, I know you're not a not a big fan of that. But you were but, saying good ones. I like the okay. ones you were saying. Yeah. So, but I mean, you get there, there are at the very least hints of these things. And, and, you know, there are many of these name that must not be spoken of God, you know, right. But, um, so yeah, this, uh, you, you, you end up seeing all sorts of different things. And again, some of the, some of these you have to read between the lines a little bit. Um, but they're there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think even that, you know, right at the beginning, this idea that God is real, that God is there, that God speaks, um, that he chooses to, to interact with his creation, that he chooses to speak with his creation. Mm-hmm. You know, all of these things are, are huge, important foundational things that, that really set up for the rest of the study, of, the rest of your study of Scripture Old Testament or New Testament. God is uh, in his creation in a sense and that he's active, but he's not of his creation. He is is his creator in a 
in a time when the sun and the moon may have been worshipped in and of them own, their, their own selves or certain mm-hmm. deities associated with them, right? God is going to be the one who puts the sun and the moon into place. He's not the sun and moon, but he does um, he does establish them. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, yeah, especially with his word, that that our relationship with God, um, and we'll get to that more, but but he's a speaking God. Mm-hmm. Um, his let there be light brought light in, into existence, but it also upholds light still today. So he's a God um, of his word. If you want to know uh, this God, the Jews would have recognized you have to hear him. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, he, uh, he takes you by the ear. Um, I think we'll have to talk about image of God eventually and how uh, right. revolutionary this, in a, in a sense, was. Um, he is a God who gives gifts. Right, He's creating yes. all these things, and it turns out it builds up to the fact that this is all for Adam and Eve. If you were reading Genesis for the first time and you didn't know what was happening, you'd go, okay, he's creating stuff. He's just having some fun. Yep. But then you realize he says, uh, all right, this is for you guys now. Be fruitful, multiply, have dominion over it. Um, so he's a God that already um, before um, the grace of salvation is a gracious God. He gives gifts that Adam and Eve literally did nothing mm-hmm. to earn. Uh, Adam just kind of came out of dirt. Which is interesting that there too, like how God chooses to get his hands dirty. Mm-hmm. You know, it uses that personification type of language mm-hmm. of forming Adam from. He likes nostrils. Likes nostrils, yep. And when he gets mad, his nostrils flare, right? Yep. That's the heat. Right, yep. Yeah, that's the seat of anger in Hebrew, right? The the nose for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah. It's, yeah, yeah. it's, it's. Gritty stuff too, real, yeah. real stuff. He's a righteous God, mm-hmm. right? And this is, I think, often something people mess up about Genesis, as they sometimes make Eden a law paradise, mm-hmm. and then we picture heaven somehow the same way. Yeah, um, as if Adam and Eve were righteous because they kept the command. Right. Um, no, they lost their righteousness through breaking the command, but their original righteousness was gift of God. He created yep. it. With them, God creates them in His image. He He gives it. Um, so He's a He's a God who gives good gifts. He doesn't do things um, halfway, right? Um, but everything is good. It's uh, it's very good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think. I mean, there's a fair amount in here. Yeah, there's a lot. Just you mentioned the just Trinity, the let us. He's social right? in and of Himself. Yep. Which will be reflected in His creation. What about um? His relationship, we hit on this somewhat, but we can unpack it more if you want. His relationship with human beings. Yeah, I think, <clears throat> you know, again, certainly that he's creator, right? That that's where... Which means we're, we're a creature. We're a creature. Which Luther loves to point out again. Yep. And therefore subject to him, accountable to him, right? I mean, all Dependent of in the best way. Dependent upon him, yep. Um, you know, that type of stuff. Um, that, uh, again... I, we can talk. Do you want to talk image of God? Is this the time to talk um, about, or do you, is that coming yet? I was going to do that with what is it to be a human being, but we okay, can jump but, to that if you want. I think I would just hit on with human relationships um, that we are created for relationships for mm-hmm. society that we reflect yep. the Trinity and that Adam and Eve are created for each other. So um, this doesn't mean everybody's an extrovert, right? Um, but we are um, just as we are dependent upon God, we are interdependent, mm-hmm. um, and the same as we are. Uh, 
interdependent with our environment, right? They're to tend for the garden, but they also are provided for um, by the garden. Um, And so that he deals with them both directly as he creates them, but also by means. Mm -hmm. He doesn't just form Adam out of the abyss, Mm -hmm. um, but out of the dust, creates Eve from Adam, feeds Adam and Eve through the garden, right? He doesn't just have a, um, you know, some, I don't know, like metaphysical food. like Right. It's not beamed down Remember to when we were a kid, did yeah. you ever have that astronaut powder food that they used to sell? Oh, yeah. Yep. Which I highly suspect astronauts never ate. It was just, yep. we were dumb kids and it and, tasted terrible. Yep. But he didn't give them like some astronaut food from space. Right. Um, he feeds them through. So already even sometimes after the fall, people be like, they can't wrap their head around the means of grace, but already before the fall, he he's got this God. Even when he's walking in the garden with them, is still a God who acts through mm-hmm. through means. I think the idea too that you know God that God wants to have a relationship with his people, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and that that that's how that was created, or that's how it was at creation. How sin damages that. How sin really destroys that relationship. Yeah. But how also God wants that to be restored, and yeah. God is the one who makes. He's the God who reconciles what we break. Yes. I yep. mean, even now, Christ obviously does that most clearly in the cross. And you think mm-hmm. of what Second Corinthians five. Yep. yep. Um, but um, but already just in the promise of Christ, it's it's Adam, it's God who finds Adam and Eve. Yes. It says where where are you? Like playing hide and go seek with yeah. a two year old who's hiding behind the curtains, giggling. Yep. Although Adam's not giggling, he's. Yeah, he's, he's just realized he's naked. Yep, he's which covered. I imagine has to be that had to be a shot. I think we underestimate right? like the low point they must have been. Yeah, and then of course the solution being, oh, quick, I'll wrap That's myself in a couple yeah. of these leaves, which I'm sure will last for all of mm-hmm. what an hour, if if that. Yeah, you know. Um, but so God seeks him. God gives the promise of a savior. So all and we'll see that pattern repeated throughout Genesis. God's going to have to restore Abraham or we're going to see it get mm-hmm. things get messy. Um, so he's a God who reconciles even when it's supposed to be the one who's done injury, who, right. Who reconciles. Yeah. Let's do image of God. We're going to, okay. I don't want us to go two hours with this. Right. Cause but was, we're going to go a while because I, Mike needs to learn. Yeah. <laughs> he's not here. Right. Yeah. He, we're going to go as long as we want. Yep. The, uh, I think too, you know, I mean, you see that in not just in the opening chapters or the or the creation account, but right. you see that throughout. You know, I mean, yep. like you mentioned with Abraham and and so many of the the other patriarchs, how you know, it's and a, even God um, through Joseph with his brothers. Right. Yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. So. So yeah, so I think that that's one where say, well, we're maybe focusing on those early chapters, but you see that throughout the book um, and. You know, th- certainly the throughout scripture. Yeah, 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 exactly. So, but yeah, we can go on to the next okay, one. Okay, what it is to be a human being, and here maybe we can hit on that image of God, right? And this would what, this was a revolutionary thing I mentioned before. Um, most most early religion at this point, deity would have been associated with those in charge, hmm. um, mm-hmm. the elites, maybe the the prince or the king, the the lugal, whatever you want to call the warlord, um, and then the priest, the elite. 
if there was a form of writing, which is going to write, um, you'll get cuneiform, you'll get, you you know, different things like this. Hieroglyphic, um, pictograph yeah, type of things. It's yeah. going to be the priestly caste that can read this, right? This yep. is, um, access to this is limited. Um, in fact, for commercial transactions, there's usually like a much simpler text that maybe some people would know that's not as developed as the mm. religious or political. And so when someone thought of something bearing the image of God, that was going to be one of the elites if it was a person at all. Um, you you would not definitely associate that with um, the commoner, the slave, Um but uh, I'll throw it to you, Jason. God, right here at the beginning, through Moses, is going to um, make clear uh, how how he rolls when it comes to the image of God. So I'll, I'll, this is me tossing it to you. Tossing it to me. <clears throat> so, you know, again, right away from... If from, I want you to stop, I'll pull it back in. I'll all right. You've got to describe what I'm doing, so I'm tossing it. Tossing, how would you describe yep. that motion? It's clearly a to- uh, uh, an outward away from you. Almost like a frisbee. Like a frisbee, yeah. Tossing this a frisbee, be... reining you back in, right? Like a, Pulling... like a tug of war. Tug of war, like, yep. Yeah. Yep, there okay. you go. So right away he says, as human beings are created, um, that they're made in the image of God, right? That, they're, that, they are, that this is part of how they were, how they were created um, and meant to be how they are to live, right? That this is supposed to be how they are to go through life and ultimately how they are to really go into eternity, right? So I think this, this image has a, has an, I think at its, at its core is that righteousness, right? That, Mm -hmm. that sinlessness, that perfection, but that also then impacts so many other aspects of who they are, right? Um, and you know, I mean that that one of the things that we learn about human beings again in Genesis is that they're body and soul, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but and now once that image and is, if you really want to get bored out of your mind, yeah, go to a pastor's conference that argues about body and soul or body, spirit and soul. Ooh, yeah, the try. Tripartite, or yeah, yeah, that's yeah. There's some people that really get into that, and uh, yeah. No, I think that it's, it's again, a different type of person. Than it me. is, yep, and yes, I would agree. And I would say that's not quite the way Genesis often portrays it. At the very least, if we're talking in terms of Genesis, right? Um, <clears throat> the but this idea that body and soul are both affected if the if that image is lost or if that image is there, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and how that, how that impacts that. Um, and that, that that image is there for everyone, right? That it's not just, not just a small group, but it's everyone. Yeah. That everyone that would be universal. part of It's universal, yes. That it, anyone who is part of this thing called humanity would have this image of God gifted to them and gifted to humanity and passed down from, you know... Um, even even Vladimir Putin. Even Vladimir Putin. Even Aaron Rodgers. Even Aaron Rodgers, yes. As shocking as that might be to believe, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it was... Wouldn't it, that be an Aaron Rodgers type thing? Um, 
What would you put the odds at that somehow during the summer Aaron Rodgers ends up meeting with Putin? <laughs> Ooh, I don't know. It's I, I would And then like ends up on that one kicker's podcast or whatever <laughs> talking about it. Wow, yeah, I don't know. Do you think that Putin... It just seems like something that's going to happen. It does kind of, yeah. Uh, but as one where, you know... Then, you like, think... Putin somehow, like... Well, he'd have to get allowed in the country, which I'm guessing right now would be hard for him. Right. But so like, but it shows him, like, watching a Packers game in a pack in an Aaron Rodgers jersey. Yeah, yeah. No, and then you know be... what would happen, because all these cheeseheads in Wisconsin. Yeah. That's what they're going to do. Going to become russian fans they're think, gonna or? yeah they're yeah, gonna be gonna, like yeah putin's probably not that bad like, right yeah probably yeah because the packers right that's the first can, loyalty they can do no wrong right, right? yeah and aaron Rodgers is kind of back in good graces now since he's uh he's due he's yep. due for something right yeah yep so yeah that would be curious anyway going back I mean, we're, i'm we're probably, probably being too hard on vladimir putin so i apologize <laughs> yeah right yep i was gonna say maybe you know I, the the way the one question I, said, I had was I said Putin instead of Rogers, indicating that like yeah. Rogers deserves it. So yes. It was, yeah. Exactly. It was a Packers joke, Jason. I no, I get it. I get it. I think you're right on. Someone's I, gonna write us an angry email though. Probably you. This is like go pack go at gmail dot com. Yep. Yep. Wait. But, so the question that I was going to say is, you think... GoPetGo.ComeToTheWells at gmail.com. Oh, man. It's going to yeah, write us, like, get it. Yep. an email. We're in trouble. But do you think that he'd be the guy that Putin would target as a, as a in the sense of, that's the celebrity athlete that I want to... I... Today, he was um, talking about Harry Potter. Really? He wanted to befriend J.K. Rowling. He said, he's getting canceled like, uh, like she is. Huh. Yeah. So, well, and apparently so. she wasn't interested. So maybe he'll <laughs> reach out to. Maybe Aaron. you never know. You never know. Although I don't so. think he sits at the end of that big long table. Mm-hmm. And some of the speculation is he does it because he's afraid of COVID. Oh. Yeah. So he might not want Aaron Rodgers meeting with him. Yep. Who's only been immunized. <laughs> so. So that anyway, um, we should probably get yeah. back to Genesis, or we're, or you know, we could do about an hour of this. If we we could. To. I feel the 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 largest um, state so far as let the bird fly listeners. When we break it down, yeah, is by far. Do you want to guess what state? The largest, as far like as like we have the listeners. most listeners in what state? Hmm. I would I would guess it would be Wisconsin, yeah. but I think... Yeah, and so we're probably, if we're offending anybody right now, you, we probably would be offending people from what state, would you say? Yeah, we're probably offending the people from Wisconsin, which probably doesn't do a great job. And so job. I would say, we don't mean any of this. Right, exactly. Um, Aaron Rodgers is not going to go meet with right. Putin. Please refer to the disclaimer. Yes. Right? You know, so... Um, but going the back... The Vikings would still take him, like if he met with Putin and then... Like, <laughs> yeah, all right. there was a backlash and he retired. You guys would still sign him. Yeah, probably. So be um, honest. But, you know, this means we probably are, you know, charging forward in Minnesota and Illinois and Michigan as far as now, you know, listenership goes. But, right. But you never know. Okay. We'll see. Sorry. Go ahead. Go the image of God. Back to the back to the image of God and the what we learn about people in Genesis, right? Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I think that, that idea of... I wanted to touch on the, just when that image is lost or when that image is there, you know, how that affects, you know, different things too about who we are, you know, your, your intellect, the, your will, 
your emotions you know it, it it now your your body is no longer going to be perfect i mean you know there are some people that are just blessed you with, mean you plural you're not looking right. at me and using you sig- singular. no i was going to say that you know like the people in this clearly in this podcast studio are you know blessed with the perfect physique i and do just, ride you know, my bike right. a lot oh yeah exactly but you know and i did go to sports clips yeah yep yeah. so but otherwise you know the ravages of sin over time have have a way of wearing down people's bodies and their yeah. their physiques. That right? reminds but, me. I thought of a a band name, mm. and then because of the name, you can't be in the band. <laughs> but I can't tell you the joke right now. Gotcha. Because it might be deemed um, uh. distasteful. Gotcha. Yep. But it actually was really funny. So remind me <laughs> to tell you later about, about the this. band <laughs> joke. All right. If I can, with the image of God too, and yeah, you mentioned then. Um, the image of God probably most importantly being connected with original righteousness. Mm-hmm. And I think this makes sense as we see in the New Testament, uh, in Colossians, in Corinthians, Christ is called the image of God. So Colossians 1, uh, he is the image of the invisible God, firstborn of all creation. Second Corinthians 4, the image of God now connected to us too. Um in their case, the God of this world has blinded the minds of the unbelievers to keep them from seeing the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ, who is the image of God, right? Um, that um, now the image of God that was just present, evident in the world, right? This is um, in creation, God proclaims it. Mm-hmm. Um, now that image of God is something we're being renewed in Yes. in Christ. And how does it happen? Well, why are, why is, who's the God of the, this world blinding unbelievers because now that image of God um, is an article of faith, right? Yes. Um, now, there's an inherent human value that lingers even after the image of God has mm-hmm. been lost to some degree in the fall. Yeah. Right? Um, and that's, so I'm not it, saying unbeliever and believer have different worth or value. They have right. equal worth. Um, and, and I'll have you unpack this in just a second. But the righteousness aspect of yeah. it, right, that we receive in Christ, and that is an article of faith, even for us, because sometimes we have to believe that we have this righteousness even against our own experience. Sorry, go ahead. No, I was, gonna, I was just going to say, and that, that inherent value is still is, is talked about elsewhere in Genesis, right, where you have um, after the flood, you know, saying that you shouldn't kill people, right, because... Mm-hmm. It's one of my favorite parts of the Bible. Yeah. That I, the not not killing people, yep. or or just the whole flood account. The not not killing people. Yeah, that. Um, but they're saying you know it's because people are made in the image. We're made mm-hmm. in the image of God, right? And and the, the they have that capacity still. And right? even um, how Cain and Abel unravels. Yes. Um, yep. You know that Abel's blood cries out cries to heaven. Out, yeah. um, and that right, um, God warns right. This pattern yeah. is yes. going to be bad. Um, so yeah. Yeah. And that, that was just what I was going to say is that, you know, that, that's something that you say, well, okay, it's not there, that, that initial righteousness is lost or that gifted righteousness is lost. But, but the fact that the image of God still plays a role among, you know, how we view people, how we view human beings still to this day. Um, you would say though, that we could also, um, after the fall, talk about it. Imago Diobali, right? Image the, of the we devil. We are the image of the 
I'm just trying. I'm, yeah. I'm trying to bring some flacious in here. <laughs> I was going to get you in trouble with Article One of the Formula of Concord. Oh man. Um, you said we were supposed to avoid all heresies. So that's I've... our new wing in it series, by the way. You wouldn't know because um, you don't come here that often. I, you keep recording on we're doing days the, that I'm the a... post-reformation and so we're going to be doing the various controversies leading up to the formula of concord that so would one be of them we will do with original sin um so yeah uh, the human beings human beings are something special um we are animals in a sense of we're animated we have a soul uh, but we are also uh, while we are in creation we stand in a different relationship to it than any other creature mm-hmm. um and in a different relationship to god yes um to the creator than any other creature. Why don't we throw out there then? Um, and this is, we're going to have to have, just have an episode if we haven't already on what, what this means. Because Mike says it all the time. And I end up talking about it. And s- students sometimes struggle to wrap their head around. So, yeah, write it down on Mike's paper there. Jason I'm, is I'm in Michael's to. seat. Yep. Um, Mike, if you're listening, I told him to do this because he's using your headset because Jason's headset has been a, a little hot lately. Yep. And a little finicky. And it's making producing difficulty. But um, but what we mean by human flourishing or shalom. Um, <clears throat> but um, what it says about human flourishing, I think we've hit on a lot in the various ways, but maybe uh, we are meant to be um, creative. Adam names things right away, right? Um, just as we have a God who relates to us by word, we come up with words, we describe things. We, I always think that would have been a fun part. Mm-hmm. Like, I wouldn't have wanted to be there for the fall. Right. That would not be so fun. I don't like being naked in front of people. Yeah. Um, and uh, um, and I know, like, Eve's his wife and that, but... Yeah? I don't think my wife likes... Right? I, I just... I think... <laughs> yeah. we, I, me and nudity <laughs> just don't do well. Sure. Right? Yeah. I'm, I'm a big fan of... Um, Clothing. Of clothes. So I think... Um, and I, like, I think I would have been really scared... Mm-hmm. Um, but the naming things would have been fun, like seeing an elephant and like coming up with, with the name for that. Yeah, that would have been a good time, right? Yep. Um, so they're creative. They classify. Uh, we we're creative. We classify things. Um, we're rational, right? In yep. this sense, um, we are uh, workers, not necessarily in the sense of work. Like, um, I mean, we have to work after the fall, but before even thorns and thistles. We're a people who make things happen. Yeah. Um, we uh, uh, there's there's all kinds of things of what it is to human being and, and flourish that could be unpacked. But any, we'll come back to this with Mike. But any anything that sticks out to you right now, Mike? Or, uh, I almost called you Michael. Yeah, almost. Yeah. Um, I stopped myself. Yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure Mike especially would appreciate yeah. that. But he is my dear friend and colleague. Yeah, he is. So, I mean, that would have been a big step up for me, of course. Right. Um, but That's why I stopped myself. Oh, yeah, clearly. I could tell you would have enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, that idea of, you know, um, one thing maybe just to note, that, that, that whole idea of work, like you said, you know, um, that work is there and work is part of who we are before the fall, right? right. That, we can lose ourselves in a craft. Yeah, and that that's a good thing. It's a blessing even, you know, and that... Mm-hmm. You know, there, there are elements of that, although work now becomes toil, work now becomes labor after the fall. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of, you know, good things there, I would say it's there, kind right? of like Eden was kind of like working at WLC like before COVID with my dear friend mm-hmm. and colleague, Michael. Mm-hmm. 
and I still like working at WLC. <laughs> but now Jason's here. I was gonna say, what changed? Yeah, <laughs> I'm just joking. I, you're not my thorn and thistle. Yeah, I, I'm, I've, although I believe I've called you that, haven't I? I think so. But my, <laughs> my thorn in the flesh. I think. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, I was gonna say I. I I don't know how much how much you want to get into the 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 flourishing part, but yeah, there there's a lot of you know a lot of different things that you learn about you know what what we do what what we are to do yep. as and horizontal human and vertical. Yes, yeah, right. Exactly. If we are going to flourish, there's both um, horizontal, mm-hmm. uh, both with neighbor, but also with creation. Yep, um, and then there's vertical. Uh, um, with God, and I would say even with the metaphysical, mm-hmm. um, the things beyond just what we can see, beyond the empirical. Yeah. Um, maybe there at vertical, I kind of Plato in the cave thing, you know, the, <laughs> the notion of it's above us, even though it's not like the metaphysical is right. yeah. physically above us. Yes. And I'm not saying I'm a Platonist. Yeah. What? If you had to pick one, would you rather be an Aristotelian or a Platonist? No, I was always kind of drawn a little bit more toward Plato than Aristotle, but yeah, there there are definitely pros and cons to either side. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Is it because you hate the Macedonians? <laughs> Maybe Aristotle had to leave Athens because of anti-Macedonian sentiment. Yeah, yeah. I I've, I I have to say that when I I, I when I was first studying that I was drawn more to Plato, but I think I've come to see the value of Aristotle and the danger of Plato more as I've learned a bit more about them. But I, uh, I'll hang with them both, but I prefer Epicurus. <laughs> well, I'm just joking. I'm not would, an Epicurean. Why? How could Although you? Although I, I do love right? when Luther will be like Epicurean sows. <laughs> um, that's yeah. A, that's good. That's a good insult. Yeah, it is. Um, but um, right that there's the vertical of there's there's more to us than the material. Yeah. Um, I would maybe maybe calling that vertical isn't the best, but just meaning that there's something that transcends. Yep. That goes beyond. Um, that the elephant is an elephant before Adam calls it an elephant. And yet, whatever Adam calls it, that's it going to be is. yes. That's yeah. yep. But he doesn't. Make it what it is in its right. being. Right. Right. Um, if that makes sense. Yep. Um, all right. Let's go. Um, I'm going to throw both of these out there and we can jump on them, but then, then we're going to have to wrap it up. Sure. Because I'm not, I don't want to get, you won't get grief about us going long. No. Because I'll get grief. Yep. And I don't, you've been here long enough, you know, I do not like disappointing that's my right. dear friend and colleague, Michael. Right. Oh, I know. I, Mike does this thing where he like seldom gives his approval <laughs> and it makes you just hunger and thirst for it more. Sure. Um, Understandable. And so you probably noticed, I would say, um, I'm not someone who usually looks um, extremely happy. Right. Like I, I, I try to not express happiness too openly. I keep it inside. Right. Yep. Um, but you've seen when Michael compliments me. Oh yeah, that's like if I'm wearing a new outfit and I yep. get here and he says something. It's like joyful exuberance. Mm, I would say I'm like a little kid. Oh yeah, I just yep. my heart. Yep. Kind of, I go home and I tell my wife about it, and she's disgusted. She's like, why do you care what he? <laughs> why do you care what he Cause, thinks? Because 
You crave and it. She doesn't mean it like she doesn't like Mike. She means it like I'm pathetic. <laughs> that right? that you are so Caught exuberant and that, joyful at his mm-hmm. yeah no I, and probably she's disturbed that he's in some degree made me think i'm looking all right <laughs> there she has to look at me there is probably something something to that yeah 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 um but here's the 12th row the nature of the world and our place in it um or good and evil and maybe good and evil why don't we how about we save evil would be a good episode yeah very true so why don't you write that down? I'm going to write that down. I think we might have done some stuff with it, but um, and maybe a little look at some Augustine for that. Um, the uh, um, but why don't we do our place in us in the world or us in yeah. although we're part of creation, what we might refer to as creation? Yeah, I think <clears throat> it Genesis lets you know what your place what your place really is and what your purpose is right in as part of this creation and um <clears throat> you know there's a lot of you hear a lot now um just in pop culture about how well you know how could how could there be anything or how can we mean anything or we're just you know such a small speck on this little ball of dirt you know in the and yet in genesis you hear no you're the most important thing there is in the world, right? Not to say that, you know, in some goofy narcissistic way of, you know, like... I like to think of it like in Jerry Maguire. When uh, the lady with the scrunched up face is like, or does he say it to her? You complete me. He says it to her. Yeah. Yeah. You complete me. That's how I like to picture it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that... Is one way, I guess, to <laughs> to look at it. <laughs> um, but you know that that whole idea of you know that was very. Uh, remember, we were on the tail end of his time at the seminary, but um, oh, Professor Emeritus uh, Armin Panning. Yes, and you know he could take even the most wrong answer, <laughs> and in some way make it seem like it it wasn't all that stupid. Uh huh. Um, he was very good at like salvaging things. Yep. I feel like what you just that, did there was like a was, was an arm and panning. A, a panning. That's one a way panning, to look at it. A panning esque response. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I think how important that is, right? To say, you know, you as human beings are the crown of God's creation, right? That that you are the most important piece in this whole uh, wonderful universe that that has been created. The, the, all the marvels that that it contains. You're you're the most important, right? You and the most important to God, right? Not not the most, and not in some selfish way that you're the most important to you, which was kind of the, the to yourself, the narcissistic idea. But you know that this greater being out there says, you know, I care about you, um, and you're the most important thing that there is to me about what's going on here, um, and that really does give you know shapes shapes the direction for existence right shapes your purpose for existence and and what that means and you know it gives gives meaning gives direction gives purpose to the things that you do give things to what go on in this world on a on a bigger scale as well um and you don't get lost in this um well what was me and how could that ever be type of thing and it's that's who you are right you know um 
and has always been from the very beginning. That was God's plan. That was God's purpose, and you're a big part of that. Um, can be easy to get sidetracked from that. Um, and you see how so many in the world are looking for something like that. Um, Genesis is an important book in that regard. Yeah. Right? I would say um, we see with the world and with creation that um, we are uh, joined to it. We are a part mm-hmm. of it. Um, part of what it is to be us in this life is connected to it. And um, uh, so, right, there's two ditches to avoid. Hopefully it helps us avoid the ditch of, like, any talk about the environment is dismissed as some as just, like, liberal nonsense. Yep. Um, which is maybe more the danger in our circles where sometimes um, political conservative philosophy um, gets mixed in with Christianity a bit. Um, so it's good for me to be concerned that, like, mm-hmm. my kids aren't going to be just eating plastic. Yep. You know, now that they found it in our bloodstream, even, um, or that, uh, you know, um, I'm gonna go ahead and uh, flame it like maybe the climate is being impacted by some things human beings have done. Mm. Um, and it's- uh, Maybe if there's some things we could do within reason to help lessen, diminish the potential aspect um, that we could look at it. Yeah, and I think, you know, so there, you see both sides of this, right, in Genesis 2, right, where you have, or not in Genesis also, I should say, where you have the, the confidence in God's providence Mm -hmm. on the one hand but also the responsibility toward stewardship on the other right Mm -hmm. and is there going to be a tension (laughs) in that yeah absolutely Uh in in any number of different ways i think you're highlighting one of those areas right where but you see you see both of those things in genesis too and like how you relate to you know that that there is both of those things Mm -hmm. um where and you need to be mindful of and 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 not get carried away on either one of those sides. And that's where I think the other ditch comes in, that mm-hmm. while we are connected to creation, and uh, creation is for us, and in a way we're for creation, right? This is, um, But um, that creation is not ultimate, right? right? It's penultimate. Um, that our ultimate purpose and meaning, um, our purpose and meaning might um, express themselves in how we deal with creation. But our ultimate purpose and meaning, the only place in all creation that is found um, was in a manger in Bethlehem. Yeah. Um, because sometimes, as you mentioned with God's providence, we can lose sight and there can become, I would say, in some of the modern environmentalist movements. Although, I'm a big fan of thinking there's maybe issues that we should like look at. So I don't mean that in any way to dismiss it because I, 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 I hear this stuff enough. But... um. But some can become almost religious in their impulse mm-hmm. or um, just become completely material in their, um, in their view. Yep. Um, and um, even to the point where humans will be seen as simply parasites mm-hmm. um, right within creation. Now, yep. Not to say that we can't do parasitic things. Right. Um, 
But um, so to navigate between those two, um, creation is there for Adam and Eve, there to have dominion over it, but there to work the garden so that it's productive and, mm-hmm. and healthy. And and so I think we, we also do see that, and that's something, especially in an age that is developed to where, like Adam and Eve like didn't have to worry that much about recycling. <laughs> right. Right. Yep. Um, even this large group in the Exodus, um, while they could have an environmental impact, couldn't have near the environmental impact that a group of that size today mm-hmm. could have that with all that goes with it, right? right. Um, but um, but there is right a, a concern to um, to look after and to care for these things. Yeah, is that fair? I think that's fair. Yeah, <clears throat> and again, you know that if you you need to have an you need to have an eye on both sides, you know that that responsibility and stewardship. And, you know, confidence in God's providence. And, and yeah, there are some times where the, there's definitely tension that comes in there, right? And like no one wants to live in Gehenna. Right, yeah. There was a reason that was a picture of hell. Like, yeah, the burning trash dump. Yeah, no one, yeah. like, that's not like... That's not the goal. The ideal. Right. Um, so, yeah, I mean, you know, those, are, those are things, too, where you, you see how we are to... And this maybe goes a little bit too in, you know, how, how we treat not only the environment, you know, or the world that God has placed us in, but how do we treat the other people that we're here living, right. living with Because this is in a way serving your neighbor too. Yeah. Yeah. And well, even that, you know, the idea that the, you know, the person that I really don't care for who now who just cut me off in traffic is you know, part of God's creation and, and, mm. you know, bearing the, you know, a potential bearer of the image of God and, you know, all these things just as I am. Right. So, so that kind of gets back on those type of different, if they really were, would they have done what they did though? <laughs> Sometimes it may have been an accident, you know, that they didn't realize sometimes, but you know, I mean, there are other examples. This is why too, I try where, to ride my bike as much as possible. Yeah, then it then they remove all doubt. That, I want to love my neighbor, but I find it almost impossible to love yeah. any neighbor behind a steering wheel in another vehicle. Yeah, I have to say the the last couple of days I've had some real challenges to my love of neighbor while I've been driving too, and that's it's you're right, it's it's a difficult thing. So the, um, well, when um next year when you're in your house. Yeah. You're going to have to drive a little bit to get close enough, but then when the Trinities yes. are commuting, yep. um, Jason is going to be part of my, my bicycle game, yeah. um, which is an e-bike gang. So e- with a e-bike. Trinity slash E, because to the glory of God, who is three persons in one day, right. yep. we're going we're gonna to ride our e-bikes in together. Yep. Have to. Now we're going to get an email, lithium batteries, you know, which is true. <laughs> there's no... Hey, you got to keep there's an eye no, to both sides, right? Yeah, you there's know. no perfect, yep, no perfect energy source yet, right? Even those windmills kill birds or something. Yep, right. Yeah, so I, solar panels probably do something bad too. I don't know. Yeah, they they certainly break down. I'm sure they're a bit uh, of maintenance problematic mm-hmm. for some reason. Yep. Yeah, I don't know. Anything else you want to talk about? No, I Genesis think we hit a fair wise? amount on it. Um, right? Why does the why does the Christian church keep going back to um, this book written by um, the probably preeminent person in the mind of the um, 
of Judaism mm -hmm. by Moses. Yeah. Um, what, uh, what do we expect to find there? Um, what do we find there? Um, why do people have to wrestle with it? Um, even if they want to have to want to deny some things that have come up, you know, with modernity, um, I think, uh, hopefully we've done something with that. And I would say, uh, don't give up on Genesis so easy if you're tempted to do that. And I would say, uh, don't, um, don't cut Genesis short. Um, if, uh, if you're tempted to do that, right. Mm -hmm. Um, which I think you can have various sides of debates that, that want to do, or that as they go, it's not just there for proof passages. Right. It would, one thing that would be kind of interesting too is It's the, our story. Yeah. It would be interesting to see, I mean, if anything, just the, the number of times that Jesus refers to Genesis in the gospels. And I wonder, it would be an interesting comparison to see how many times Jesus specifically refers to which Old Testament books. Mm -hmm. Mike is usually the one who does the, you, the research. Looking that up. Right? You know, yeah. so, so we're, I don't we're know at what a he loss, has to either. I don't think he maybe just wanted to be, didn't want to be around us. Yeah, it's a possibility. Because he said something like, oh, I'm fine with you guys doing it. Yeah. Which isn't really saying, like, I have a thing I have to go to. That might just yeah. be a Mike way of saying that. He's had like, enough of us. Yeah, it's a possibility. I I, I don't know. I, what are we going to do? I get him having enough of me. He sees me five days a week. He yeah. only sees you three days a week. I know. He might. You know, and if just, he's already had enough. Yep. Right. Next, this next could year, it's going to be five. Yeah, it's going to be tough. Um, so, but I think that would be, you know, just if nothing else, say, why do we take a look at this? Pay attention to how often Jesus refers to Genesis and, and and what for yeah yeah and what for and you know not only that but other you know sources in the New Testament too that Genesis comes up a lot mm -hmm. uh, that's very true and and not only and I should say not only in the New Testament but how often it's referred to throughout the rest of the Old Testament too yeah. um, in the Psalms and and some of those other places the, the the different prophets in different ways so and if you go back to uh, the episode we just did not too long ago on um, Abraham and Moses, yep. um, right? Uh, we'll see um, the author of Genesis, Moses, but uh, a big player in Genesis, Abraham, how uh, they still um, are important to Christians today as well, namely Abraham being the father of all, mm -hmm. of all who believe. Yeah. Yeah. All right. You did good on the intro. We've gone a while. Mm -hmm. I feel like we're running out of gas a little. I'm going to let you wrap it up. When you give me one of these, I'm going to press to stop recording. Okay. Friends, thanks for joining us here. Uh, it's been great talking with Wade on these issues in Genesis that we've been wrestling with. And uh, there, are, there are a lot of things that come up um, that, you know, are foundational to our living here. And uh, it's good to have a book like Genesis to, to lead us through some of those things. And uh, if you're tempted to uh, wonder about your place, tempted to you know, stray from some of those foundational elements, hey, come check that out, take a look at that. Uh, meanwhile, uh, as you make your way through life here, you go ahead and you let the bird fly.
sun goes down, get with my party and I begin to cry. I don't care what the people are thinking. I'm not drunk, I'm just a drink. I set him up another round. I set him up another round. I set him up another round. One more round won't get me down. I said, honey, honey, I don't care.